Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they make you smile or frown, from you run away to counting down, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. You see, the happiest people's biggest problem is my co-host, Evan. He's the singer in the band. I'm only trying to lend a hand. It's my co-host, Saker. Ah, so I'm the singer and you are the roadie then, if you're just trying to lend a hand? No, I'm backup vocals. So, so if you and Color I had a commentary. band. Okay, okay. <laughs> I would be on vocals and drums because I have no musical experience and drum, all I have to do is hit it at the every fourth beat. I just hit the snare. Although... From what I hear, singing drummer, singing and drumming is harder to do than singing and playing other instruments. It does seem like it would be quite a task. I've tried it one time when I was playing rock band. Uh-huh. I had the guitar, and I hit the drums with the end of the guitar while uh-huh. a friend held the mic up to my face and I sang. They were all on easy mode, but I did pass the song. You were a one-man rock band. I was one-man rock band. Nobody on bass, though. I, oh, I, it was that sucks. My, my greatest regret is that I had no bass. Do you still play rock band? No, which has become a point of contention in my household because oh, yeah? I still have all those gigantic plastic instruments that are taking uh-huh. up a, a non-insignificant amount of room in my basement oh, storage area. Oh, you're the area. bad boy. I am the bad boy. Uh, but I, I ha- I, in, somewhere deep in my brain, mm-hmm. I know that I will get an Xbox One someday mm-hmm. and then I'll buy a Rock Band 4. Mm-hmm. And what is nice is that I had bought like probably a hundred dollars worth of dlc for rock band just very uh-huh. so i have all these songs just sitting on my hard drive and i so, can use them again one day i guess my question is so you might do it is this is rock band still a something is still something that people do i don't think so i don't think so i don't think so either i think it had a moment it had a big moment well they are still releasing songs for rock band mm-hmm. they're releasing weekly rock band dlc even today hmm so is that something i think so i'm sure that like people still play rock band but i don't think that like i don't know i remember playing i remember getting really i never actually played rock band rock band i would just pull out another instrument and jam along with the rock band because usually i was too drunk to like sure so it was easier for you to play the cello than it was to hit little plastic buttons yep yep okay got it yeah because like (laughs) i could play the cello any way i wanted all i needed to do was stay in key Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, there was no losing, I suppose, on the yeah, cello. Yeah. That's correct. Um, well, here's the thing, uh, and I will tell you, Rock Band is still a thing, but I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure they have the most skeleton crew in the world working on it mm-hmm. because this week, last week, um, a song came out for Rock Band. It was a Lizzo song, I think. So they're still getting fairly new music as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had to pull it from the Rock Band store because uh, they accidentally put the uncensored version in with the N-word in it. <laughs> so <laughs> in order to do the song perfectly, you had to say the N-word, um, which is... So there must be one poor sap at Harmonix who has to still release, like, track three songs a week for fucking rock band. Well, it's, probably and, just, like, it's probably just a matter of... I mean, now that they've got the, the scaffolding for the actual code, like, it's just a matter of using whatever coding device they've jury rigged together and just some guy on a guitar is just figuring out when you need to put push the green blue buttons yeah probably so but i can imagine it's still a a a job for one person Mm -hmm. to do whatever how many songs a week because they're still releasing them weekly which is wild to me 
So obviously this overworked dude was just mm-hmm. like, I don't know, just put all the lyrics in there. Just copy paste them from the internet and throw them into Rock Band. And- <laughs> I remember seeing the there was that one guitar that you could buy for Rock Band that would actually like teach you how to play guitar. Yeah. And I think that's when I knew it was over. <laughs> really? That was because the people don't want to people don't want to learn anything. People don't sure. want to like it's like it's like when they had the uh, um, was it was it Twitch was that the one where you or what was the the one where the no Twitch is the service um the one that watched you and you could move the one oh connect for connect. Xbox yeah, yeah yeah I knew that was over too as soon as like they started releasing exercise programs and things sure yeah <laughs> like, game over people don't want to move around when they game. I- one of my favorite, uh, I have a, a Connect and I have a couple games for it, and I really enjoy Connect Disneyland Adventures, where oh, yeah? I get to walk around a virtual park <laughs> and ride the rides. And... Oh man, I'll have to play Connect at your house because that's oh, something... it's very fun. Yeah, I, I mean, I've my uh, partner's brother got his his roommate got an Oculus Rift. Okay. So and he was telling me about playing it, and he's like, "Yeah, I played it for about three hours, and I loved it, and I." Time just disappeared, and I never want to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. The Oculus is nuts. You will get sucked into that. Um, So the problem is, though, I don't think VR is a viable thing until we can get rid of the wires. If I can just slap a headset on, and then Mm -hmm. I'm in VR land, great. But if I have wires trailing out the back of my head, and I'm, like, stuck, and I can't move further than X, then... But you you don't want to be able to move further than X because you're presumably playing it, like, in a house with all of your rock band stuff put around, and you're gonna... You don't want to break the neck of your, you know, $30 (laughs) rock band guitar. I do set drum heads out around me, like, landmines, so that I... If I step on them, I know that something's wrong. Do you want to knock over those, like, 72 copies of NES hockey game that you have ice hockey ice hockey put around collect copies of nes ice hockey thank you for outing me hey speaking of rock band there were two bare naked lady songs that were actually featured in rock band i do own both of them as dlc let me guess can you guess what they are one week obviously and and this is a fun game um you know i say pinch me you are of course wrong (laughs) the second one hey i get 17 guesses Oh, that's true. I'm sorry. This is a great game for our listeners. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Alcohol. No. <laughs> what album? Not is from it? Stunt. What? Okay, it's not from Stunt. Is it? Well, b- before or it, after? Uh, it is. Um, I believe after Stunt. This is hard for me. Yeah, I don't know because, what else is. I don't know what else they would put on other than Pinch Me. I'm gonna uh, guess Pinch Me again. <laughs> it's correct this time. Okay. <laughs> no, it is not. Um. It was the album uh, after Everything to Everyone. Okay. No, it's okay. You can just tell me. Okay. The song is Hanukkah Blessings. Oh. <laughs> oh. Huh. It is a fucking jam. The The drum parts of that song was so much fun. I really remember loving the uh, the drum parts of that song. But it was because they, they did like a Christmas pack of songs and they were all uh-huh. 99 cents. And uh-huh. I remember I, I freaked out when I saw Hanukkah Blessings was on there. It was a joy. Did it um, come out while we were doing this, this silly podcast? Oh, God. It came out in like 2010 or something. Oh, okay. Right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Long, long, long after. But honestly, Ev... If I get, um, if I ever give an Xbox One, we will have an obsolete technology night where you can come over. We could play some Rock Band. You could jump into Disneyland. Mm-hmm. We could do some exercise routines. Can't wait. It will be fun. Speaking we'll have to have of, a, we'll have to have themed drinks for each. Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Oh man, I'm full of great ideas. I like I what like is... parties where I can go to a friend's house and it's just a couple of us <laughs> doing stuff and getting <laughs> real drunk. What's a uh, guy? I feel like that's every social interaction I've had with you. Yeah, what is a rock like a rock band? 
what's a rock band drink? I'm trying it's to think gotta of have what... rock salt, rock candy, band aids, <laughs> rubber bands. So by, by thematic, you mean just exactly the most just oh, touch okay. your nose possible. So so imagine imagine a imagine a fruity drink like you like to like you like to drink. Um, wait wait wait. Let me let me pitch this to you, buddy. Okay okay. I, imagine I, okay. A, you just I can see you making this face. Okay, imagine a fruity drink like you like to like. I'm thinking something like electric blue or like a like a very a very like vibrant green. And mm-hmm. it's a, it's got sort of a, a lime passion fruit flavor to it. Um okay. with, a, with a vodka or, and or tequila mixer. Um uh-huh. and uh it is got for for stirring, it's got some sort of particulate in it. I'm thinking like uh maybe like fresh squeezed juice from like a like that, the, the lemon or a lime or something so you can see sure. the little swirly stuff. And you got, and then you got to swirl it around the, the the stirrer. Is one of those like rock candy? Um, you know, it's like that sure. wooden stick with rock candy on it. And then the rim is uh, rhymed in uh, rock salt. Sure, sure. I I love this. And that's not, I wasn't shaking my head because it sounds bad. Because immediately you said fruity drink, and I was all in. Yeah. I'm shaking my head because that is not rock band to me. Is like dirty, grungy. Like let's go to the grog shop. It's it's it's. It's a shot of PBR and a shot of Jaeger, and then I kick you in the dick. That's what a rock band mixed drink is Ugh. to me. It'd be like a, it'd be like a PBR Jaeger bomb. Gah. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Yummy. Well, rock band would actually be a tall boy of PBR that I pay six dollars for. Exactly. Well, that well, is a, uh, well, yeah. you put earplugs in, right? Right. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So let's do that. Well, well, why don't we try out both of our drinks and we'll see yeah, which we'll one see. wins. <laughs> tall boy of PBR. <laughs> I'll force you to pay me $6 in my kitchen for that tall please boy do, PBR. Please do. Uh, speaking of tall boys, we're two tall boys who and are going to review. You open it, but you don't put the tab back. <laughs> Wait, like, what? You know, like when you open a can of beer or a can of pop or soda or anything like that, you open it and then you push the tab back. Yeah. But like for some reason, Bart, I, I'm sure there's some reason that you're you're not supposed to do this, and that's probably do with health or, or safety or something. But they open it for you, and then they just don't push the tab back down. So the tab is the tab would be perpendicular to the top of the thing. Wow. Uh, and okay. I don't know why bartenders do this. It must be something training, and I'm sure a listener's going to tell me because I bet we got some barten- bartender listeners. I'm sure they won't. Our, our listeners do not tell us much except to pronounce JC Chazé. That's yeah. the only thing I've ever learned from this podcast. Listeners, the only thing I've learned from podcasting in general is listeners love to correct, which That's... is why I try to make at least seven mistakes every episode <laughs> just to give my good little boys and girls and everything in between and all around a good chance to tell yes. me I'm wrong because yes, I am we... wrong. Any mistake that we make in this podcast is intentional and for you, yes, listeners, yes. because we want you to be happy. We yes, don't want you yes. to be angry people. Yeah. Um, just email Saker and he'll give you my personal phone number and then you can call me directly. This is the third time you've cock blocked me on three perfect just right down the center plate segues. Well, that's okay. Speaking of Evan's phone number. Hold on, let me get it. Does it make you does it make you mad that I'm cock blocking you over and over again? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, it doesn't make yeah. me mad. Can it's I give like your phone I'm- number out on the air? It's like I'm totally uh it's like I'm totally infuriating you on purpose. It's like I'm going oh, coming in meta. Fuck. It's like when you keep trying to segue into the episode, I keep Ev- just getting in your way and it just I can see your little your little Piece eyes scrunch shit. up. There you go. You You're little getting all fucker. worked up. That's you little like shit nugget. There we go. Oh, I Come hate out. you. Yeah, yeah. You all introduce right. it this week. All right. This week's song is I don't know. 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy. You can do it. Give it a try, bud. I'm right uh, there with you. I'm holding your hand. This hang- week's song is called Hangry Steeple. <laughs> no. Here's the thing. You always name your files weird things like hangry steeple or like something you'll blever blind or whatever. And it helps me. I Dr. Seuss it. (laughs) Because when I open up your file, I can differentiate it from the actual MP3 of the song because they're called different things. But last week you sent me a file called one and only you didn't even try. It had a different name. I just got tired. And I thought that I was I thought that was pissing you off that I named him different. So no, I, tried I to love do it. it. Okay, I love well, it. I'll go back to it then. This week's song is all called... Berries. <laughs> Oops, all berries. This week's song is called Angry People. And if you've never heard it before, here's a quick sample. Oh boy, Ebo, we got these angry people. That's the problem yeah. with angry people. Um, Ev, uh, what's, what was your thoughts? Is this a, a first? I don't think we ever talked. Did you ever listen to Bare Naked Ladies or Men? Nope. Never nope. ever, not I even. I might, I might have like uh, come into contact with some songs from it. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say that I haven't heard all the songs on it, but I was sure. definitely, I think I was out with Blam. Okay. That was the yeah. only that was the last album I remember listening to. So I it's, may have listened to this one, but I don't know. It's very funny that they were released five months apart, and you remember Blam, but you just had absolutely no contact with Blame. Yeah. And maybe that's the we we you problem that I talked about previously. That your parents were just like, we can't buy this for little Evie. He already has it. I was buying my own CDs by the time. Wait, when did this come out? Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Yeah. So you I was were. I was definitely like twenty five years old. <laughs> yeah, I was out. Out and pre- Jesus. My, although my mom did was still buying me CDs because I don't know why, but it was just the cutest thing. She'd buy me like Jewel, and it was just like c- CDs that her her friends were listening to or something. And really? She'd be like, this, this is a really good singer, and I really like her. Or like Nora Jones and things like that. And I'm like, well, thank you, mom. I appreciate that. How bizarre is that? Where your love of '90s uh, girl rock comes from? Because I no. know you love it. I, oh, I okay. do. I do. Lo- it's not uh, my love of '90s alt rock female male or otherwise is from the fact that i went to high school in the 90s like that's sure well yeah yeah i guess that's in early aughts yeah so uh, yeah it's great it's great i wish we were so, doing a 90s uh female singer songwriter podcast instead of this see that's so un I, I mean you can't put those pieces together there's just it's too big right i guess that we could cover a different album every episode i don't care okay Let's, i'm done with that <laughs> i'm done with that idea, Let's that move on. idea yeah, i was, thinking like, I was thinking like i would but the thing is i actually like those songs a lot so i'd have a harder time making fun of them yeah your whole it would just be so easy for you it would just be like this is great this is great i love mm-hmm. jagged little pill the end check <laughs> a little pill is a great fucking album but fuck it i listened to and i challenge anyone of... to say otherwise yeah just say um, otherwise i challenge you you don't have to do anything other than say Mm. Um, having never listened to Angry People, I like that it's making you angry. Um, but uh, what was your first impression? What did you think about this song? Um, I really liked the intro quite a bit, like the poppy sort of Motowny, like do 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 do, and then See, the tweedlings and deedlings and uh, you know the doo doo doos and horns had me hooked like right away. 
it did not give me I could see Motown and I really like that but I wrote immediately in my notes my first note is that it gave me a real partridge family vibe yeah like it, mm-hmm. <laughs> it felt like uh uh what's that a sunshine and day like yeah. that Brady Bunch song yeah. like um, uh, it's like all BNL boys are, are related and they're going around the country you know they're all brothers born roughly <laughs> the same time like the Partridge Family. Oh, I never watched any Partridge Family. I don't know where oh. my point of comparison oh. came for. Wait, I, they I were some... all. Wait, 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 wait. You have said, gone on record as saying, like you watched a bunch of Nick at Night. Yeah. And Partridge Family was a fucking staple on Nick at Night. I may have just turned it. Off. I watched Dick Van Dyke. I Love Lucy. New Heart. I watched the funny shows. That one was not funny enough for me. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, I don't uh. know what was wrong with me, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I want to uh, fucking someday I'll look up a lineup and figure out which years exactly I started and stopped watching Nick at Night because <laughs> I don't even recall Partridge Family being on there. Um, but that oh, is it was a, on. It a was story on. for another time. Yeah, this felt like a walking song to me. Like do yeah. do do, like we're walking through the streets. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we're we're kind of we're on our way to the show, mm-hmm. uh, which we're gonna sing to the crowds. I don't know. Um, yeah, one of those contrast songs, right? I think we've talked about these before, but we never came up with what they're actually called. One mm-hmm. of those songs where the lyrics and the music don't agree. Correct. Yeah. Um, this is a song about, obviously, angry people. Um, or at the very least, uh, on the surface about angry people. Um, I think there was a lot of different interpretations of where we could go with this song. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to hop to lyrics real quick and kind of talk about what you thought this song was about angry people um sometimes you just get so mad (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i don't know i i thought because at first one the first few times i listened to the song i was like this song doesn't hold up right because Mm -hmm. it's anti-angry people and then i realized that it's not anti-angry people it's being facetious right i was just too dumb to get it for a little while um, this song is pro angry people because angry people are the ones who have something they care about. Happy people are stupid. Angry people are important because there's a reason that they're angry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you think this song was about bare naked ladies? Mm, probably not. See, I, I like, kind why would you of, think that? Well, especially the bridge right the bridge is so far removed from the rest of the song Mm -hmm. and it's shining a spotlight i am the singer in the band we're only trying to lend a hand and and though it's not what we planned we understand I think this is a commentary on them being so political on previous albums, being angry, mm-hmm. and then people being like, fuck you, Bare Good Ladies. Like, just be happy, right? Yeah. You're happy songs. I can definitely see that from their perspective, maybe. But, like, when you say so political, they've got, what, up to this point, five political songs out of think... 50, 60, 70 songs? Well, yes, but I mean... And I know that... And I know that... Uh, I think that... I remember Stevie P was getting a lot of flack for being so political on, like, the BNL blog... Mm-hmm. Um, cause he's always been the most political boy. So sure. yeah, I think, I think definitely from Steve's perspective, I can definitely see him framing himself as, you know, the angry person in this song. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I, and it's not just in the blog. I feel like Maroon and Everything to Everyone both had a real slant to them. Don't and even into Blam, we had like maybe you're right. We had um, a bunch of songs that were very you know uh, pushed towards uh, Take It Back, uh, mm-hmm. that political slant. So. I don't know. I think I think they definitely have a, a. I mean, obviously they're very left leaning, but I think their albums lean left as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I felt like this song very much to me uh, framed BNL as the angry people. Um, hmm. I thought that the sanctimonious l- line kind of reinforced this. I will bet that that's word for word from like Stormfront's review of Maroon. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Like this sanctimonious album, Breitbart gives it zero stars. Angry people get so sanctimonious, telling us what to do. Like I, but then again, this song th- that makes this song so fucking meta that it has mm-hmm. no meaning unless you followed their career. Yeah, I mean, but also I don't, I don't know because he's talking about. I think he's talking about angry people in general and uh, angry people. Like I don't know. I think it's not necessarily pro angry people or again i mean it goes back and forth right it waffles right because it talks it does he's he's sort of being sardonic when he says angry people get so sanctimonious but then he also says you know something like all of us who once had wives and family understand what i mean what was once a common peaceful refuge is overtaken by spleen so like it's breaking up families which is not good right yeah those of us who once had wives and families understand what i mean I also I love like he fucking opened up a thesaurus overtaken by spleen is the best (laughs) like thesaurus version of bile filled like (laughs) I don't know (laughs) that was a very good line but yeah I do see and I do think it does kind of waffle and it's muddled too because Mm -hmm. like they talk about how angry people try to go it alone and then later on, say that there are a thousand of them in a square, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Well, um, I mean, you it, can't generalize all angry people. Not all angry people, Saker. Not all hashtag not all angry, angry people. people. You are yeah. correct, of course. Um, I did. I commented on the once had wives and families line, but and I connected with it a little bit because my dad was mm-hmm. an angry person. Like he felt very passionately about political mm-hmm. things and was just caught like would watch the news and just be like these motherfuckers these pieces of shit in congress <laughs> like he would get real and not that it divided our family you know it's not like he once had wives and families but mm-hmm. like it was you know yeah. when he's watching the news is not the best time to ask dad for the new donkey kong country game like you know <laughs> taiko drum like, master you know <laughs> do not do not get on his bad side with uh taiko and that's Tom what's Jr. and that's what made you very anti-confrontation right oh because yeah. you're used you to being a, you're used to being a peacemaker I mean, I, you're trying to get inside my brain, and maybe it's working. That's possible. Uh, the mm. one time you've ever seen me in a confrontation, I immediately ran down into your basement and started crying. <laughs> so, Did you? Seems, yeah, your partner followed me and was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I was just, I was really just joking about upstairs. Oh, no. Was that, was, was, was that, oh. with, the, was that with the slapping incident? Was that what that was? That was. Oh, I was just thinking about that. Like today, actually, this song made me think of that too. Um, oh, did it really? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I apologize for not being more 
I mean, I was very drunk at the time. So, oh, yeah, we all and, But that's no it's excuse. Fine. I should have been more aware of what was going on. <laughs> can we can we air our dirty laundry here on the podcast? I like this this section. Yeah, yeah I mean, oh, fuck. We were all really drunk. Well, that... it, things got out of hand. Uh, yes. And I should have, I, as the host, it was my responsibility. And as a friend, it was my responsibility to step in more than I did. That is, I totally, because I think given my I think I did go talk to the offending party, but I don't think that, and I told you about it afterwards, but I don't think it was, I did anything at the fact. I think I actually slapped you in the face too. <laughs> you may have. <laughs> Listeners, just for reference, I said, I hate being slapped in the face at a party, which was apparently the wrong thing to say at this party because then I got slapped in the face a lot and I blew up on somebody in the And you uh, should in, have, in the group. because if you say you don't like to be slapped in the face and someone slaps you in the face. Well, it's funny yeah, because- you are like, no, You're can... the victim here, buddy. You're definitely <laughs> yes. the victim. I could deal with a bunch of shit, but for some reason that is my trigger, and it's not a weird trigger. I suppose being no, slapped in the face. Nobody is likes not being fun. hit in the fucking face, man. Yeah, but even like you know, I mean, there's there's dude shit. I mean, a ball tap or like that oh, no. shit sucks. That's, that's dumb. That's that's, that's, that's so dumb. stupid. Like I don't think that's. But it's, yeah, but it's not gonna put me over the edge like a slap. In the, for some reason, that's a trigger in my brain. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but. I mean, you just shouldn't. You shouldn't be hitting people. Period. It's true. Like, yeah. except, except in like, in earnest, like, yes, I agree. Punch, like hurt, hurting other people as, as under, into the guise of, of, you know, fun is not, is not an acceptable behavior. That is correct. Especially when consent is, is, uh, explicitly, <laughs> uh, revoked in yeah. that situation. Since we're airing um, our dirty laundry, my, um, my partner comes from a hitting family, like where, you know, oh. like, mm. like not like abusive hitting but like you know where someone will be like you'd say something and someone will be like shut up and just kind of give you like a, oh. a, ra- a rap like on the thing <laughs> sure. except he would hit me hard like not super hard but hard <laughs> enough that like i would be like ow so my, my response to that was to treat it like we do not hit in this family we do not hit like just like that and it was like so it was apparently so embarrassing to my partner that he stopped and he got his family to stop doing it too <laughs> really because it's childish right you know like i don't yeah. want to I don't want to comment on other families' cultures, but like, I don't think it's healthy to hit each other, <laughs> even like in jest sure. or like softly. That's not really a... what. Uh, what 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 ethnic? I, I'm not asking. I'm just thinking. That's like a very Italian, like very like handsy, like hey, like well, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's difference between being handsy with people you care about, like slapping sure. on the shoulder and like you know giving them a good shake. Like I'm I'm pretty. My family's pretty handsy with like yeah, you know sh- you know grabbing each other and stuff like that. But like there's a difference between being physically close to someone and affectionate and, you know, striking them. Sure. Yes, absolutely. I, even with, I, a, even with affection. Ah, but the line is so paper thin to me. I think yeah, that fair. they're basically that's one very, of the same. That's very fair. <laughs> you, you hug with one and you, yep. no, I'm going to give you, no. I can't wait till we're recording again. I'm gonna give you a nice affectionate slap to the face. <laughs> That's going to be a blast. And then I'll cry in the corner of my Angry basement. people. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I do. I think I thought that this was a commentary on them as a band. I could see how it can just be taken more generally. Um, but I, I think for the most part, it is kind of pro angry people. I think yeah. that it's saying that happy people are, are ignorant people. Um, you know, we will never sleep until their happy bubbles are burst. So, but I, I agree that there are definitely, uh, it, it seems to change point of view partway through maybe yeah. or something. No, I, I definitely agree. No, I a hundred percent agree. And I think that he is definitely framing angry people as in a positive light for the most part. Yeah. For, for the most part, doing they're, it... they're, like they, they're the one, they're agents of social change. They like, yes. 
but at the same time he's also kind of there's that there's that the family stuff I talked about before then also like he's saying that you know they're basically depressed right yeah yeah it's true but then he also he frames them in a weird way because he says like um angry people and happy people are all phonies like everyone's a phony hmm. which seemed weird to me yeah right do hoping no one awesome all is phonies just because we are all phonies too well, I think everyone's, um, a pho- everyone's a phony. Everyone thinks of themselves as a phony. And if you don't, you're a piece of shit, right? Y- what? I, you think that you no me. one should think of themselves? <laughs> you heard me. I, I almost just blindly agreed with you. But then I thought about it for a half a second. Yeah, you're right. No one know, is genuine that, and no one think, should ever think of themselves that way. I think that the thinking of yourself as a phony uh, keeps you humble. <laughs> You're right. I take everything I do with a little bit of irony. Like, like imposter imposter syndrome sort of thing, right? Yeah, I guess. I Yeah. When you donate to the ACLU, do you think like, uh, I'm just doing this so I can feel like a better person. I'm such a phony. Or do you feel like this is a, 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 a socially responsible mm-hmm. thing to do? Both. Like, really? It, yeah. All my, all my donatives come with like, I mean, I, I don't publicize them because they're not supposed to be publicized. But like, I think that they come with like both like, like yeah this is my responsibility as a functional citizen is to try and make the society that i'm in better mm-hmm. and also um i feel like there's so much more i could be doing and what a piece of shit i am like i'm a total phony because i'm so fucking lazy like you know i go i volunteer sometimes i donate you know a, a not insignificant portion of my income to liberal causes but like you know i could do way more Sure, of course. Yeah, that's true. You also you are one of the most uh, politically minded people. You have you have postcard writing parties. You do shit like that. Well, now mm-hmm. I'm I'm reflecting on my action. I've been doing some COVID relief fundraising. Nice. And I'm thinking, why don't I ever do that when it's not COVID times? What's wrong with me? But if you view that your life through that lens, you'll never be happy. Oh no, I'm I mean, I'm totally happy because I I realize that I'm a piece of shit. Okay, so acceptance is the key. Yeah, I think that like I think that that morality and ethics have come into this in a certain way, like personal morality, I should say, have come into the spectrum where we 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 measure ourselves against, you know, not an unattainable goal, but what we see other people who are driven to do. So like mm-hmm. there are there are activists whose whole life is activism, right? And mm-hmm. you shouldn't measure yourself against them because you're just right. a person living your life trying to raise a fucking family and hold down a job and like put right. food on the table and also you know do a little bit of like society building on the time and it, it shouldn't be on all of our shoulders that much like the load should be yeah. share, shared far more than it is yeah you're right okay all right we're we're and that's we're okay. those and that's those happy people who are just being <laughs> okay. ignorant and not doing anything we need to talk about this song you're right thank you for pulling us back around yeah. so i think um, when he talks about happy people he's talking about them you know i think that Huh. It's weird because like the happy people are also framed as people like they're happy and they're ignorant, but they're also saying stop being so sanctimonious, stop being this and that. So they're shutting down arguments. Oh, right? they're angry too, in a way. Yeah, they're angry that the angry people are angry. I think exactly, and I think they're angry that the angry people are trying to drag them down, drag them down, drag them down, drag them down, drag them down. Sure. 
Did I say that enough times? A, I, th- I think you did. Until they're just like us. Do you think this is a this is like the Sneeches and the uh, the star-bellied Sneeches and the uh, the regular Sneeches? Like, they're really no different. The angry people and the happy people. The angry people just think they're better than the happy people. Um, maybe. I, don't know. I think I think they are fundamentally different because like the star-bellied Sneeches and the non-star-bellied Sneeches are fundamentally the same except for their you know stars but they're right they're, they're acting the same whereas in this in this context happy people and, and angry people are acting different right angry the people star are, belly, i'm sorry go ahead the star belly speeches did not act the same they, they, they thought they were better oh well yeah it's one to one yeah i guess but <laughs> stories about think, dr I, seuss i know i feel like i feel like a function functionally they're different in that I don't yeah know, yeah I could, yeah, I could see it both ways. Hey, let's find something we can't agree on. How about this? We got those horns back, baby! Hell yeah, I <laughs> love them horns. Families, understand what I mean. What was once a common peaceful refugees overtaken by spleen because we just drank them down. Yeah, uh, the horns do take more of a, I feel like, in all the songs they've had horns in so far, they've taken a real leading role, like starring the horns. Mm-hmm. But in this one, they're kind of a supporting role a little bit. Yeah. Which, it's nice to see them vary it up a little bit. And I was, I don't know if it was just my uh, headphones or whatnot, but like Kev's weird doodly synths, like they just came right out for me. Like where he's like kind of, yeah. no- he's kind of noodling on the synthesizer. It sounds like, I don't know, it's like a vocoder, vocoder or like a clarinet or something. And he's like just fucking I- noodling on it. Yeah, I wrote that he loves weird sounding keyboard packs. Like he <laughs> loves keyboard packs that sound like accordions or ocarinas or just like fucked up. Yeah, Kev is is very interesting in that he he likes a keyboard, but he does not want it to sound like a keyboard. <laughs> he wants to play every instrument, so he just downloads instrument packs for his thing. Why would you um, ever learn a different instrument when you can play the keyboard and it just sounds exactly the same? I mean, let's be real. Exactly <laughs> true. I would say so. Um, so we both agree that keyboardists are preeminent musicians. They by yeah, they they kind of have actually not pianists. I think s- keyboardists, people keyboardists. who can play the synthesizer. People who can just play the piano are garbage. They can play what yeah. one instrument. That yeah. sucks. It's the same as everybody yeah. else. Yeah. So the <laughs> exactly. real the real star-bellied sneeches in this equation are keyboardists. <laughs> are keyboardists, correct. <laughs> Um, maybe, I kind of wish the guitar had gotten caught, caught on more. Man, only, if only more people played Rock Band Three. Lots of great guitar moments. In oh game. yeah, did it have guitar oh. attachment? Oh yeah. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, it came out with a guitar. You strapped it around yourself. You could play it like that. It was so oh. fun. Wow. I think you, that, like, ev- isn't every Rock Band instrument a guitar basically? Yeah, but this had like. 28 different i mean a guitar is just five keys this actually was a whole keyboard wow. that you had to wow with. that seems really yeah. hard and it was a midi keyboard so you could hook it up to your computer it was like a real ass instrument it was real cool yep. and see that's how rock band fucking shit the bed right <laughs> yeah too much too much i mean if people wanted to play real instruments they put in the time and effort to learn how to play a real instrument the point of I'll rock be honest. band is not putting the time and effort and still sounding like a rock star yeah, it's true. I didn't play the keyboard almost at all because it was way too hard for me. <laughs> it's just like drums are easy. Although the drums were like, if you could play them, you could play the drums. The drums are very simple. <laughs> like, so, yeah. Um, speaking of the drums, we have a real great drum lead in to this yes, song. Yes, yes. Yeah, loved that. And then during the bridge. And extra too. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Great on the outro. 
Um, and during the bridge, Ty is doing some like tippity taps on the drum yep. rim. Yep. They I were so neat. I called them clickety clacks, but we are 100% on board. That's great. Yeah, Ty is really like everybody kind of has a thing that they do in this song, like that really pulls them out. Mm-hmm. Kev has those weird pads, Ty has that. Um, there's a, in the second verse, cause I didn't like how repetitious the guitar riff was in this song, mm-hmm. but I felt like the other instruments kind of added to it. And especially in the second verse, there's this deep electric bass, Jim just jamming on that thing. That sounds wonderful. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was really, it was pulled out. Uh, and then I think Steve is really nailing singing, mm-hmm. especially in the final verse. I am a sucker for like these big swing vocal effects. So when he does that megaphone effect, yeah. the uh, yeah. oh, that slays me every time. I fucking love it. Hey! A little bit of butthole surfers there, mixing in all sorts of other. Vocal effects, yeah, I like it. I hadn't thought about. I I should listen to more Butthole Surfers. They do love to mix in different vocal effects. What was their big song? Was it Black Uh, Hole Sun? No, no, that that song. It was a um, the album was Electric. It was a. I can think of it in my head. I don't mind the sun sometimes. It's like it's like (laughs) one of those songs that is named different than the actual song. It's like Parking Violation or something like that. <laughs> I could not. Is it Pepper or who was it's, in my it's room pep, last? It's, it's Pepper. It's Pepper. We pepper. got there. That's the one. Okay, very yeah. good. Pepper. And they don't say Pepper at all in this. It's like a 2D6 song. You know, like it's just named sure. something completely different than the actual yeah, absolutely. song. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, there's uh, the scat sections, which you've talked about a little bit, are very unexpected, very fun. I feel like we haven't had something like that for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, it just like it felt very Gordon-y to me. A lot of stuff on this album, I'm saying, feels very Gordon-y to me. Yeah, I think they're, they're um, trying to get back to their roots. I think we talked about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely so. Um, the hay and the back off, I <laughs> thought were really, truly corny. That might have been yeah. the, the part of the song that I dislike the most. Um, especially how they try to cram, back off! Like, they <laughs> they could have just said, like, whoa, or something. But instead, they tried to cram two syllables in there. Hey, I don't know, man. This was a longer song. It felt like something you'll never find lengthwise, but I thought yeah. it worked so much better because it never felt like it fucking dragged yeah. on to me. Yeah, I mean, it, pep- it it was peppy, and I think it kept pushing the beat, which I think made it seem not as long as yeah. a slower, more introspective song, I should say. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, Ev, what other notes did you have on uh, on this song specifically? Me, 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 me. I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> okay, cool. We can talk about, there's a couple other versions of it. Ev, did you watch the live version? Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Amazing. So, uh, I wrote, uh, Steven looks like a fucking dweeb and I want to kick his ass, but I love him. Steve looks like somebody, when they do the choreographed dance, Steve looks like somebody who got a Groupon for like (laughs) six dance lessons and then just did that. And so like, he's got a little bit of like, 
he's got a little bit of rhythm, got a little bit of funk in, but that yeah. it's like, but he hasn't learned to like tone it down a little, turn it down so it looks looks natural. Sure, it still looks sure. like he's he's like thinking about everything. Sure. Yeah, we should mention that there's a huge synchronized dance slash fight scene at the mm-hmm. end of this song where they do it live. That is 100% worth looking up if you've not seen it before, fans. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god, it, was, it blew my mind because I just I always just look for a live version just to see if one exists mm-hmm. and see how it's different. And the time and effort they put into making a live version of this song is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, they they try to dance just to kind of sum it up for you um kev fucks up they all beat the shit out of kev uh which is delightful yeah, and it, they like, get in- it like validates my thoughts about how a, a fight between the bnl boys would actually go <laughs> like kev is the first one down he just gets like decked right away and then just sure. lays on the ground and then <laughs> right when Ty is still trying to dance, Kev looks up and hits Ty in the balls, and then Ty proceeds to stomp the shit out of Kevin. Just, like, stomp yeah. him into the ground. And then Steve and Ed get into a big fight, and Ed well, breaks Ed the bottle. To, Ed tries to pull Ty off, and then Ty beats yes. the shit out of Ed. That's and right. And then Ed pushes him away, and then, then Steve and Ed start to fight. Right. Yes, exactly. Uh, and then Ed breaks a bottle over Steve's head. Mm-hmm. Uh, nope. which Steve is breaks a bottle over Ed's, Ed's head. Oh, that's right. Yes, I'm sorry. Because Ed slams Steve's face onto the keyboard. The keyboard. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had sound effects. They mm-hmm. had fucking like, this is a production that they then, made this thing. Meanwhile, Jim watches from the sidelines with dead fucking eyes and a creepy grin on his face, just snapping <laughs> his fingers. He does nothing the whole time. Yeah. So that's exactly Did- how I feel like a fight would go. Did he miss the one day of rehearsal for this like fight that they had going on? Like, no, why does Jim he do like, nothing? I think that Jim shows up. He is like, I'll do the dance, but if I fight, I only fight for real. <laughs> so if you guys, if you want to come, if you want to come at me, I'm gonna wrap a fucking bass string around your throat and strangle you on stage. <laughs> and they're all like, Jesus Christ, Jim. Okay, <laughs> I can't. I'm I'm incapable of play fighting. I will kill you. I will destroy you. I don't know what it means to like go thirty percent, twenty percent. You know, there were four Cregan brothers. <laughs> um yeah man jim does nothing how is the music still going i mean obviously they have some sort of backing track going mm-hmm. on in the background here right but it's, it's just it's just that looped over again but it's also like the drum track is going like they're mm. still doing the dun, 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 dun. so like did ty just like mime along with the whole song while this was playing yeah. like how did they sync it you don't up? know that that uh, BNL is totally Millie Vanilli. Like they're they're they don't sing or produce their own songs. <laughs> they did name drop Millie Vanilli and blame it on the rain or um, blame it on me. So it's very possible. Um, wait, was that Millie Vanilli? Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah, they were crying. They were crying out. Yeah, could be. They were trying to tell people we are fake as fuck. Don't listen yep. to our albums. Yep. Yep. Um, it's other weird versions. that like the 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 singer who actually sings Steve's vocals left the ba- left the fake band at the same time or the real band at the same time Steve left the fake band. And now well, they still work together. Yes. And that's the reason that they had to excuse Stephen Page from the band is that his singer quit. And they were like, yes. what the fuck do we do now? Yeah. So they had to fire Stephen Page, the fake version. Mm-hmm. Although I did notice during the concert, the, the two, 2012 concert, I think is the one you're talking about. There's just a guy in like a lab coat standing in the back playing a like tambourine. I did not see that one, but I really enjoyed that. He's just lurking in the shadows playing a tambourine. (laughs) That's very fun. 2012, so Steve would have left the band by then. Uh, Oh, it was posted in 2012, so it's probably probably earlier, yeah. Yeah, that's possible. Um, There are some other... There's a a Death Note AMV to this song. Did you watch that one? Yeah, no. No, I didn't. (laughs) It was not worth watching. You're fine. 
Um, but this is a weirdly popular song. There's a female dance troupe that does a version of the dance. There's oh, cool. an, a, an acapella group that covers it. Um, did you see? And there's a shit ton of different versions of this on YouTube. A surprising amount. Wow. So, yeah. like, pe- people like angry people for some reason. Mm, they got something to prove. <laughs> I, guess, I guess so. <laughs> But I don't know. I was I was surprised by the popularity of this song and also surprised that this uh, never really became a single from the. I don't know if this album had singles. I don't think that it did. Um, at least they're not listed on the Wikipedia page. I can't find any information about them. I think all the singles came out of our me instead of yeah. our men. Our so. me is the fart. Our men is the smell. <laughs> it's possible. Our me is the shit. Our Wait, no, no farts <laughs> poop poop is not big fart saker <laughs> I, I can't tell the difference um ebo can you tell me which visual dating novel or possibly graphical dating novel is this song well this of course is namco high oh hell yeah andrew hussey's namco high yep i don't even need to it needs no introduction in fact <laughs> all of our listeners are probably familiar with it so i'm just gonna leave it at that Okay, Good. perfect. Excellent. Let's get around to rating this song. Uh, now, tell me a little bit about Namco High. Namco High, you play the cousin to the prince. Well, it's a, um, a mix between Namco Bandai and uh, Andrew Hussa, who is uh, the guy who did Homestuck, which Correct. is a is a something that I've never managed to be able to get into. I keep... Re- I don't... I've tried once or twice because it seems like such a touchstone for all of my friends. Like they talk about it constantly yeah, and make references to it. But like, I feel like it's, it got too deep too quickly for me. Like I'm like, uh, okay, what is this again? I feel, it's well, like, it made me feel real old. Yeah. Even though I'm I, the same age. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it would be, cause we all read it when we were 25. Mm-hmm. So I think it would make you feel old nowadays. Um, yeah. Very, very different. Also, I think reading it, archivally is very different than reading it episodically because we were we were like fucking thirsty for the next episode like what's going to happen but i think reading it it might be kind of anticlimactic just going through the archives and reading it i don't know well, someday i want to take you and other people to a, a bar or something and buy you drinks and then you just can explain the whole canon to me okay very good and I could that way I'll just, my best. I'll just have that in my like you know Exennial toolbox where I can whip sure. it out for all the younger millennials to poop on. I don't know. <laughs> do you do you have to impress millennials a lot of the time? No, no. Okay. I have to. I have to like show them that I'm not a, a Gen Xer. That's pretty much all I need to do. Sure, absolutely. Okay. And references um, so, is the way to do it. So how is this? Uh, how is this name go high? Well, uh, so you play the cousin to the prince from Katamari Damashi. Um, mm-hmm. so it's a mobile game where you have about six potential partners, and they're all from uh, Namco Bandai games. Mm-hmm. And so you get stuff like uh, uh, Anti-Bravo Man and Valkyrie from Valkyrie, or the ship from Galaga, <laughs> all of which you can romance. Uh-huh. And so, Or Hiromi from uh, Burning uh, Force. I think Burning Force, yeah. Burning Force. Yeah, or King from Tekken. So these are a bunch of like beat em up people. Was King in that game? King from Tekken was in there. <laughs> That's a delight. So okay. A, a bunch of beat em ups are in there. Angry people, if you will. Sure. Um, and there's also happy people like, uh, you know, Taiko from Taiko Drum Master and, uh, or not Taiko, it's Don His Don. name is Don. Yeah. Don. Yeah, that's what I meant. There's also Taiko, who is a undead samurai from a different <laughs> Japanese game. <laughs> really? That's how okay. I got confused. And then Pac Man and Dig Dug, right? Uh huh. Or uh, Mr. Driller. You know, okay. Those sorts of people. So um, there's happy people too. 
Uh, so you have to sort of, uh, um, and they form cliques and whatnot, and you have to sort of go in between them and talk to them and romance them and things like that. Um, so there's like a lot of um, so a, a lot of things you need to get through. Like King's uh, um, dialogue is mostly just roars and things like that. Okay. And uh, a lot of them, and a lot of times you're the happy person. Like there's one where you go on a date with Mr. Driller. Um, he quits drilling because he realizes how much destruction he's done and retires. And you have to like pull, you have to play the happy people, happy person, like pull him out of his like depression and anger. Right. But yeah, the real angry people are the villains because there's an evil Namco high. Oh goodness. Okay. Of angry robot versions of all the characters. Of course. And uh, so the, the rivalry between that, uh, the happy high and the angry high sort of, uh, plays this up and, and you actually kind of ignore them a lot just like the happy people in this song ignore the angry people until the end when there's a big uh to do but you don't get to see it because your character just it just shows your characters jumping in you and your love interest jumping in and then it just cuts straight to the finale oh there's not there's not a dance between the two schools or like a no. baseball game it's just like a what is that a big fight yeah i think it's a oh. well there are there's competition but because these things they're um they're robot versions so they're not like super apt. sure they're just they're are- just kind of angry murder bots are the are the at evil Namco High? Are the happy people angry people and vice versa, or are they all just evil? I think they're all just evil. Yeah. Okay, got you. Okay, yeah, good, all just good, evil good. versions. So. Cool. Okay, interesting. So, uh, are the angry people trying to prove something? I think they're trying to kill the, to prove that they're the true uh, inheritors of Namco High. Oh, okay, got it. So, yeah, I suppose that's a good and reason. Their, and like all duplicates, you just try to kill your original. Sure, absolutely. As with all, uh, as with all doppelgangers. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Did you uh, Did you watch a little bit of Namco High? Yeah. Yeah. I watched some Let's Plays, like always. Is it? Is it? Fu- I I remember it being a big deal, but I was out of the Homestuck fandom by that time. Is was it funny? Was it interesting? I I thought it was fine. Like if you like Namco video games and you're a Homestuck fan, you would it would be funny. I mean, there's. There, I mean, I, to be honest, I missed a lot of the references because some of the let plays were like, there's Homestuck characters in it that are referencing Homestuck stuff. And I'm sure. like, okay, that went over my head and that's fine. Yeah. I could I could take 30 seconds to like t- type it into Google or Wikipedia sure. or something or like the Homestar Wiki and find out. But you know what? I already spent enough fucking time researching some like, <laughs> dozens of dating Boy, sims. Let me tell you the three romance options they picked for Homestuck. I'm looking them up now are fucking wild. Like a main character, a semi-main character, and a tertiary, like wild out there. Just, just very, very strange choices. Yeah, um, but yeah, but it's, I think it's pretty funny. I mean, you can romance the ship from Galaga. That's 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 hella fucking cool. I love that. Um, unfortunately, it looks like uh, it was shut down in 2014, yep. and oh, it is now yeah, free to play in archive yeah. tier. Oh, cool! Yeah. So you can actually play it. Neato. Everybody can get on that tonight. Very good. Go play Namco High, y'all. <laughs> Tell us who your romance option was. Tell us you got with Jane Crocker. That's really, really fun. Cool. All right, Ev. I think it's about time to get around to rating this song. So as usual, we rate on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. Should we do something different for this one? Should we rate on a scale of angry to happy? Like the angrier this song is, the better it is. And the happier it is, the dumber and more... You know, they they just don't know what they're doing. They don't understand what's going on in the world. More ignorant. Or should ignorant? Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Should we rate it on a scale of angry to happy? If you want. 
Hell yeah. As usual, listeners, we rate this scale on a song of angry to happy. The angrier this song is, the better it is. And the happier this song is, the worse. As usual, Ev, we're going to start with you. So tell us, on a scale of angry to happy, where do you fall? The year is 20XD6. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, the year is 2024. Um, social media, the new social media site, Dressface. I believe it's repl- Kickback. Isn't it Kickback? Kickback's, kickback's old fucking news. Dress, <laughs> okay. Kickback is 2022. This is 2020, sure, 2023 now, 2024. Dressface. Gotcha. Um, you get your virtual avatar, but the thing is, you don't get to dress your own virtual avatar. It is dressed by other people in your conversational <laughs> sure. groups. Sure. So Makes sense. I'm on there. Uh, it's 2024. Um, let's see. So that would be... Oh gosh! So we're we're nearing the end of the Trump presidency. So the trolls are out. The <laughs> trolls are out in force. Right. Uh, everything is falling apart. COVID twenty three is uh, oh, racking Jesus the Christ. racking the biosphere. Please don't um, do this. We've we've uh, removed a bunch of envi- more environmental protections. Uh, you Ev, know. can I tell you that sad people is not one of the two options that I've asked you to go with? Oh here. no, you got to get angry. I'm oh, saying okay. these things oh, not to depress you, but to infuriate you sure sure okay okay so this is this is a this is continuing on the darkest timeline and there aren't enough angry people they're all just happy people who are ignoring it or um i don't know i guess i guess there are angry people on both sides but i feel like the angry people on the liberal side are fighting nazis and the angry people on the other side are nazis so um sure. so yeah i think i think that we've got the moral high ground on this um <laughs> so i'm on my i'm on my dress face I'm, uh, you know, typing away, arguing with these dipshits. Uh, some of them are Russian trolls. Some of them are not. And this fucker keeps dressing my avatar funny. It's like Wikipedia. <laughs> you can go in and av- edit the avatar settings. <laughs> sure. So I'm getting more and more furious. Like he, uh, um, like many, uh, uh, actually, no, it's this fucking old guy that I've argued with a bunch of times. And uh, he's put me in a hat that just says pussy on it. Because he said, because I'm a liberal, and he said, you need to go and get your pussy hat on and your fucking waiters and get ready for. So I'm wearing like hip waiters, and I'm like, my fucking avatar is like, like stumbling around, doesn't know what to do because he's got these big old fucking boots on. Sure. And uh, I'm just getting angrier and angrier. And then I'm like, you know what? I forgot. I can just block this dipshit. So I do. <laughs> and his avatar goes gray, and he goes gray, like in the fucking uh, Black Mirror episode where you can block people. Uh, kitty meow meow beans, right? Yeah, I fucking hate Black Mirror. Uh, yeah, me too. We uh, our running joke, sure, yeah. is that Black Mirror fucking sucks. Frustrating. Um, oh, there's are... been some good episodes, I should say. But anyway, so yeah, yeah, I'm getting. I am. I am angry. Like you could. This song is angry. Like you can get arguing with somebody online. Sure. Which is you can get all the trappings of anger. Okay. But there's no way to. There's no victory. There's no. There's no uh, denouement. There's no. Uh, there's nothing that allows you to release the anger except right. even blocking is essentially just walking away, and you can still you can still ruminate on it, which is what right. I do. Sure. So um. So this is me realizing. This is this is me realizing the realization I came to like a like six months ago is instead of engaging, just block them to begin with because they're not going to learn anything. Sure. Sure. So pretty so, yeah, angry. Pretty angry. Pretty angry. This is a pretty angry song. I like. I feel like I'm rating it for the part of the career BNL is at, as opposed right. to like, if this was on stunt, yeah, it's kind of angry. If this you is gotta, on blamin', it's fucking angry. You, you got a grade on a curve, I think, yeah. at this point in our, our timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what you said reminded me so much of, uh, did you ever go to Something Awful? 
occasionally, yeah. So Back- I, I, the something awful forums were like where I grew up on the internet, which does not oh, say geez. a lot for me. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, because that's where 4chan spun off of. Oh, we didn't um, know any better. That's true. We were all young. Um, but on the something awful forums, you can pay it, it on everything you post. On the left side, it says your name and the date you joined the forums. And then on the right side is your message. But you can pay $20 to have something appear, words or a picture below your name. But for $10, mm-hmm. you can have something appear on someone else's, right? So people, oh, if, they get, if they get into arguments on the forums, they will pay $10 to post like, I'm a dumb shit motherfucker below somebody else's <laughs> avatar. And then it costs them $20 to remove it and get it. Re- it's a money-making fucking yeah, machine. That's, a scheme. that's, that's oh, good. Man. But it's also very, very funny when you see people with these like big, dumb, like, I like masturbating to furry porn, like right below their thing. You think like, oh, they just don't have 20 bucks. That's unfortunate. Or maybe they have 20 bucks and that's what I wanted to do for themselves. Um, my rating for this song, it is uh, February. Oh, no, it's March of 2020. And I'm minding my own business. I hear, you know, your your reference to COVID just made me think like, March 2020. I'm hearing about COVID, and uh, but you know what? It's probably not going to be a big deal. We had a money making opportunity this year. We were going to go to a convention, my band 2D6, and the convention got canceled. That's mm-hmm. money coming out of my coming out of my baby son's mouth. That's money coming out. <laughs> you and do then, like, like to insert every coin into his mouth. That's I just like him to wash it clean. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Mm-hmm. I prefer that every convention pay me in dimes, mm-hmm. and then I put a dime in my child's <laughs> mouth just to make sure it's clean. Uh, and then I'm like, well, okay, one, not a big deal. We'll have this resolved by May. Uh, in April, another con cancels. Uh, right now I'm having cons at the end of the year cancel. That was money taken out of my child's mouth. I want those dimes. And then just last week, Evan, our friend of the podcast, Ben Folds, (laughs) (laughs) asterisk, won't ever appear on this podcast, um, canceled his Columbus show. And I understand I understand, but man, did that piss I think the me other, off. I think the other four are coming. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, sure. It's, they're just called five. Uh, they're not called Ben Folds five, just five. Uh, well, they're, f- they're called four. Well, yeah. No, they're taking Ben Folds out. They're still called five. It's very strange. Uh, hmm. You know there's only three people in that band, right? I don't care. Okay, that's fine. Um, but, uh, and I... G- well, then who, the, are the, who are the other four? shut the fuck up Uh, jesus jesus is the fifth fifth. jesus yes the time when you just saw five footprints jesus was carrying the band um and uh what really sucks is that i was one of the first people to buy tickets for that concert so my seats were fucking bomb Mm -hmm. uh and i just got the money refunded whatever here's what the worst part is the worst part is about two and a half weeks from today may 17th 2020 time stamping this episode when I get that email, this is what I'm rating this song. When I get that email from the PNC Pavilion in Cincinnati, Ohio, saying your Bare Naked Ladies Last Summer on Earth concert tour tickets have been refunded because we've canceled the tour. This is the Bare Naked Ladies canceling their summer tour, mm-hmm. which is inevitable, but mm-hmm. surely going to happen. And the Ooh. anger and sadness and rage that I feel well, at that. I'm super glad I never paid you for those tickets. Or did I? I don't remember. Um, boy, I sure hope you didn't because <laughs> I will check my PayPal because then I have to uh, find some money to get back to you. We'll figure it out. Yeah. 
Um, so I, Bo, yeah, this is I'm I'm pretty fucking angry at this song. I think it's a good one. I'm I'm very <laughs> happy angry at this fucking song. <laughs> we'll be right back. Woohoo! <laughs> it's all been done. A very good ladies podcast. Hi, Ev. Hi. What have you been uh, thinking? What kinds of thoughts do you think? What's the last thing you thought before you fell asleep last night? Good question. I was probably thinking about running a fantasy bread and breakfast. Really? Yeah. So like a bed and breakfast on earth, but it's fantasy themed? No, like I'm in like a fantasy setting and I'm running a bed and not a bed and breakfast, but like a roadside inn sort of bed and breakfast sort of thing for for people. I'm like a retired wizard. Like I was an adventuring wizard. Oh, believe me, buddy, I got this all planned out. Like, and my other adventuring companions are there. Like the ranger, he's out in the woods, like cutting trees, doing all the good stuff. I got got myself a dwarf who's like, who's who used to be a dwarf fighter. Now he's a a brewer. Uh, Sure. Yeah, I'm planning all this out in my head, just like how my retirement from adventuring. That's pretty good. That's That's pretty good. And I'm gonna work on golems. You know, you truly could make a fucking mint if you transferred that to Earth, if you had a and b that was like, welcome traveler, come take a seat, have an ale. And you just, it's, it was an RP tavern in real life. I probably could, but I don't think I'm the guy to do that. Why not? You have a big business boy. You have a master's degree. I know, I'm not talking about like the business end of things. I'm talking about like pretending to be a like. That's true, you're not a LARP man. A retired like wizard, yeah. You, you invited all of our friends to come make foam weapons. And I said, I will come if it's a LARP. And you said, we will explicitly never be in character. I do not want to be, even though you fucking, you love fantasy. Right. You want to be an elf. You think about Grimdor all day long. God, um, <laughs> but, but you don't want to role play. You don't want to stand up and role I play. I love, You're, yeah, yeah, exactly. Why, what's, what's bad about standing up? I don't know, there's like a level of, like, it's like, to, to, to call back like to this episode it's like sitting on your couch playing video games versus like standing and doing the chopping motions with your hands for fruit ninja right that's like, there's, fun it's, it's fundamentally different experience for me sure and also i don't want to like i don't know like i feel like there's a level of remove for me when i'm at a table we're all fucking around and we can get in character but we can also take a step back and i feel like that sort of thing isn't as prevalent in larps at least the larps i've played in or been like peripheral to that's true. It is very difficult to like make a joke out of character. Uh, yeah, you are yeah. in for the weekend, and that's the that's the sort of thing I like to do. See, but that's when you go with your friends to the LARP and you try to like you no. step aside. We all we all leave the encounter, and then I turn to my friend and I go, "What a jackass that guy was!" Am I right? Like, no. you don't always have to. No, I just don't. The same reason I don't like karaoke. Like, I don't like being around and within acting on unprofessional acting because that's what it is like sure i'll go to a performance and sit in the audience but i don't want to be like i don't want to go to a dinner theater where they like come in and like interact with you like that's like my fucking nightmare yeah okay i guess that but would you feel the same shame if it were professional if you were on the set of a movie would you feel weird would you feel shameful no but they're not acting with me yeah Okay, yeah, that's true. I mean, but what if you won a, a a contest and you were on the set of John Wick 4? I probably would feel weird. Really? You would still? As he, like, as he broke every finger in my hand and then, like, <laughs> just, like, reached up to unhinge my jaw and then, like, insert it and just, like, worm it U-shaped U- down my throat. Like, break, break it yeah. in half and feed it to me. Keanu Reeves is a method actor, and he does all of the stunts in, uh, in John Wick. He's done for real. Yeah. 
Yeah. Everyone, everyone, it says um, no animals were harmed, lots of people were harmed. At the end of everyone who was injured or killed in this movie was actually injured or killed. Yes, and it hurt very, very badly. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, okay, interesting. I think, I don't know, I think you'd have fun. We should go to just a day, Lark. No. Just. You go to the Viking Fest and you go in full costume. Right, but I don't pretend to be a fucking Viking. Then why do you wear the clothes? Because it's fun. All right. All right. Like, I'm not out with the fucking uh, young earth creationists, like, <laughs> you know, sitting in their, their linen tent and playing a weird version of chess and eating, like, unseasoned bread. Like, I'm not doing that. I have no idea what that is a reference to. Do they do the Viking the Festival, Vi- yes. I'm a lot sorry. Of, the- a lot of Viking fe- uh, It may surprise you to know that a lot of, like, Viking reenactors or like old reenact like people who are reenacting like things believe some weird stuff (laughs) and I'm not saying all of them I'm sure I'm sure most of them are fine but literally everyone I've ever met has it's been like a 10 minute conversation about Vikings and then suddenly like within like you know 10 20 minutes like weird stuff starts to pop out of their mouths (laughs) sure yeah oh boy okay interesting um, no, I was not there for any of that. Uh, no. They they were also eating unseasoned bread and delighting. Yeah, they were delighting. eating like Viking bread or something, like unleavened sure, Viking. Sure. Yeah, just, you know. Sure. I like the idea that your bread has seasonings in it, though. This is the stuff curry we, powder. This is the stuff we ate in the past that we don't even eat anymore because it's not good. <laughs> right, exactly. That's the whole idea of Ren Fairs and shit is like, everybody was stinky. Come eat a shitty turkey leg. Like, I don't know. I don't... Ren fairs are not for me. I go because my friends go. Oh, They're no. fine. Yeah, they're fine. And we just spend... I mean, honestly, the last... We don't even go see a show at the Ren fair. We just walk around and everyone looks at all the stuff to buy. And then I eat a big garbage plate full of fries. And then I'm ready to go. That's all I need. Yeah, that's but true. the musicians... I like to go to the musical stuff. Like, there's a couple... There's musical acts that are that I enjoy there. I'm with you. Yeah. That but I wouldn't go to, like... Fun. I wouldn't go to, like, the, the duelists or, like, the... You know... I, it'll be fun to take kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, boy, I'm really, truly racking my brain to think of which uh, Orange Grove's show uh, is like a Renaissance fair. Is the most like a Renaissance fair? I might just take a pivot here. You know who L-G-B-T loves LGBT time machine? LGBT. You, know you know who was present in the Renaissance? Gay people. So, but you Lots know what I can't? Queer you know what? I'm not gonna do LGBT time machine because they haven't uploaded a new episode since we last did a commercial for them. But you know who else was in the Renaissance? Non-binary people. Yeah. That's right. They, them, theirs. Joe and Rain are non-binary, and once a month they sit down and talk about what that means. We're here. We're queer. Let's talk about it. Uh, their latest episode on their monthly release schedule. Uh, they talk about Final Fantasy VII. Cloud being in drag and the whole honeybee in sequence. Mm. They talk about uh, Renaissance. They talk about the Renaissance, monster movies, uh, hashtag trans pizza. I don't know what that's in reference to, but they certainly talk about it. Um, there's a lot. It's a it's an interesting show, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Joe and Rain are both great hosts. Well, definitely and, like uh, a pizza that a pizza that turns into a different type of pizza. Trans pizza. Pizza is a continuum, just like gender. Sure, sure, sure. I can't. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> just I because not... you were just because you were baked with mushrooms and pepperoni doesn't mean you have to live your life with mushrooms and pepperoni. Or is a trans pizza like a pizza when you fold it over it becomes a calzone? You know, is that? I think that's up to the pizza. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. All right, I'm in with you. And Ev, I think I'm also going to 
stop the commercial right there. <laughs> the end. <laughs> and we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Sake, are you still scared? <laughs> I've been terrified since the day I was born. Now's the time to Came the show out screaming, I, never stops. <laughs> when I'm scared of this big wheel. <laughs> this episode, we're, we haven't done this one in a real long time. The Big Bang Theory theme song. This song is the theme to a sitcom, either real or imaginary. Uh. Name or describe describe the characters and general situation. This is the, uh, uh, what, what the fuck is that guy's name? Never mind. Keep, keep talking. <laughs> Angry People is a great, at least sitcom title. Yes. Like, I feel like it's very easy for people to understand what that sitcom is about. Oh, this sitcom is going to be about somebody that's pissed off. I feel like it's not a Kevin James sitcom because he's just too nice and he's just like a big dopey. See, that's the problem is I feel like a lot of sitcoms star somebody dopey. Mm-hmm. And this sitcom has to star somebody who's fucking pissed off. I feel like this so, is a this is a uh, um, a last grab for um, Gen X's attention because you know like sitcoms like traditional sitcoms have been sort of like going downhill like they their their viewership has been dropping off so this mm-hmm. is a last grab for um, Gen X's attention and it is it was originally called Louis but um, unfortunately they couldn't do it because you know Louis C K did his already. Uh- Oh, okay. I thought but this, this one was... is this one is called this one was going to be called Louis because it was going to start Louis Louis Black. Okay, Louis Black, Louis famous, Louis Anderson, famous, famous screamer Louis sure. Louis Black, <laughs> Louis Anderson, sure. and uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. Sure, absolutely. Okay, great. They were going to call it Louis, but it was too close to Louis. Yes, and the thing okay, is, the, the premise is they're all married to the same woman. <laughs> I love that. So it's the opposite of big love. It's the uh, it's the it's the male well, version. No, it's, of it's that. she's got she's got separate families. Oh shit! So does the show follow her around? Um, it follows her. I, I guess. Well, she comes in and out. Um, okay. So I mean, I guess we could have like an angry female comedian. So so wait, uh, it's Pamela Adlin trying to. That's another reason they couldn't call this show Louie. Uh, and her, her character, oh okay, it's Louise. They're all named Louie and her name is Louise. God, yes, exactly. I love that. Okay. But so do the three main leads of the show do do Louie, Louie and Louie never, oh sorry, Lou, do they never interact with each other cuz they don't know about each other? They might. They might interact. I mean, it's that's 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 a tension, man. Are they, they going to sure. You know like like that one episode of every like 90s sitcom where whoever it is, whoever the character is brings two dates, like the one of the, and is trying to like satisfy both of them. And now it's kids shows too. Sure. Like it's just that, but an entire series of it, all that uncomfortable grossness that you hate, like that, that's the, always though the worst episode. Oh my God. Okay. So because we have to tie them together somehow or else they're never going to have scenes together. So here's the deal. It's what's, is it a duplex? Is it a triplex? So like they all live on three different floors of this house and she's married to all three of them, but they don't realize they all have the same wife. Right. I feel like they need to, they can't, I think that would be really hard to continue if they're all living in the same house. I feel like they all have connections. Like um, Lou Lou Diamond Phillips works with Louis Black or Louis, Louis, Lou Diamond Phillips is Louis Black's boss. Um, okay and then uh sure louis and, and, uh, louis yeah. anderson is uh i don't know louis. i like this yeah i like this um yeah louis anderson is doing whatever louis anderson does um but i don't know i feel like the triplex works 
because they never they don't live in the same house. There's no door. They just they share a, a landing and oh. uh, you know. I feel like having them live in the same neighborhood would get the get the same effect without be, without it being corny. But again, who okay, knows? like this isn't like a, it's a sitcom. This is, yeah, it's I gotta know, be corny. But like, but this is a modern sitcom, so like it's not like a Perfect Strangers like thing. Okay. So it's not like, a turn towards the camera and shrug. Not, yeah, like, a, yeah, I feel like this is a... Because we're going for Gen X, not boomers, right? Okay, all right. I can see you, yeah. yeah. I don't know I don't know what we're going for, but you tell me. Are we, if we're going for Gen X, I like that. We're, we're trying to grab Gen X because because uh, millennials don't really... Millennials want different types of sitcoms, right? Sure, Mil- millennials, sure, sure. I don't know what the kids like these days. What are the, ki- what are the sure. kids like? <laughs> I could not... Fortnite. So how do we make this sitcom about Fortnite? Uh, you can pay every scene. You can pay to dress them however you want. <laughs> Fuck. And that's they become, a really good And idea. they become, uh, and you can also give them, you can also pay to give them weapons. Why is there no virtual sitcom, which is totally customizable for you? Like we've mo-capped all the actors. We've, this is just a, kind of like a, a blank slate that we can put anything onto. And we can make, we can make uh, uh, Lewis Black look like he is wearing uh, a clown costume in this one. That would be really fun and a really great idea. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like then, that's uh, something for. Yeah. And if it was for the kids, if it was for the kids nowadays, it would be, the sitcom would be most of the window. But then, like a picture-in-picture, picture would be another kid commenting on it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Is there a streamer named Lou or Louie? There's got to be. We... Sure, absolutely. Uh, yeah, boy, I think we cracked that nut. This is the Zoomer sitcom that they all want to see, starring their favorite actors, Louis Black and Louis <laughs> Anderson and Lou Diamond well, here's Phillips. Here's the thing. Okay, it catches the um, catches the Gen Xers because they won't really necessarily know how to access all of the various like down like packs and the the crypto they'd have to buy and spend cryptocurrency right where but it also gets the sense of irony in the zoomers Uh and millennials because we can we can get one over on gen xers and i don't know i don't know if any boomers would watch this but we can get one over on gen xers so it's it's social commentary but it's also the 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 gen xers and boomers want to watch it because it's funny to them the millennials and and zennial or um zoomers want to watch it because they can fuck with all the old people Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You maybe if you spend enough, you can actually dress up people on other people's TVs as well, just like the something awful well, formula. Or you can just be like, uh, yeah, exactly. Or like somebody like Louis, um, Louis Black is like walking to work where he works with um, Lou Diamond or works for Lou Diamond Phillips, and then a sniper just takes him out. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. His head just and explodes. And you can you can buy Lou bucks using real world cor- currency. Or if you talk about and promote the show enough on dress post, you can just earn virtual loot bucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Face absolutely. dress. This face dress. That's what it was. Uh, yeah. This is uh, integration into face dress because you can also, mm-hmm. you can make them wear your avatars dress up and like a lot of dress up talk in this episode. A lot of paper dolls going on in, in our brains for mm-hmm. some reason. Mm-hmm. What's going on? <laughs> you tell me, man. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, well, we cracked that nut. Good job. Big Bang Theory theme song. (laughs) Now's the time of the show when we take an email from our friends, our fans, our smelly... I I feel like I use smelly and stinky in this Mm -hmm. segment so much. Our Our farty little little soldiers. Our brave little soldiers. Uh, If you have an email that you want to email us, please do. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. Here's an email from our friend, Greg. Greg. Hi, Greg. Greg says... Evan and Saker. What do you think Greg's last name is? I have his last name right well, here, and I'm not gu- saying Just it. guess it. Guess a last name. 
Um, Mammaries. <laughs> okay. Does that sound right? Yeah, I mean, I had the last name Dickon for a long time, so I can I can definitely empathize with Greg's like, <laughs> I don't want to say unfortunate last name, but like I feel like he got made fun of. Probably uh, not. I, probably not in like elementary school or early middle school, but like when yes. health class started being a thing, exactly. I bet he got made fun of a lot, and I you know I feel for that. I don't even in elementary school just because it sounds a lot like mommy. Maybe like you're a mammaries boy. You're a mammaries boy. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, Greg, I'm sorry. I'm so Greg sorry. Greg says, man. I empathize. Hi. Hi. Hi, Greg. I'm so sorry, Greg. <laughs> I'll be upfront with you here. I'm not really a BNL fan, but my wife is a huge fan and has been listening to your podcast nonstop in quarantine. Oh, so, God damn. I'm so <laughs> sorry, Greg. For real. I, this was on March 22nd. So he had a week of us. Now he's had two months of us. So I feel like I'm now a fan, but not of my own choice. Just listen to the episode where you cast the ladies as the Spice Girls, and it inspired in me a follow-up question. If the Bare Naked Ladies got together to form a Bare Naked Ladies cover band, which lady would be which lady? All the best, oh. Greg. And how would they play this, them? Yeah, that's a good this one. This is a fucking great question. Greg, you just went all meta on us. I don't he even know really, how- truly did. Yeah, this is awesome. Um, so where do we start here? Uh, well, God. obviously, Andy Cregan is playing Jim Cregan. Well... <laughs> we always we, oh, shit because do we include andy in this i think we have to include everybody okay because i yeah okay so andy is playing jim because it's like it's then, gonna be like a beach boys experience where they do like through the ages and like people come and go from the stage okay that's fine all right andy is playing jim i think that's fair so he can do it because he knows jim inside and out he knows what he's all about yeah, all you need to do is like make the faces and squint and then be one of the best bass players ever. Can, can Andy do this? Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not so sure. <laughs> but he'll do it. But he'll do it badly, just like everybody okay. will. You don't think that Andy is playing Kev just because they're both virtuoso pianists? And no, 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 no. Tyler okay. is obviously playing Kev. Oh no! I want to see hits... that boy pounding on the keys with his meaty hands. Just oh, you ding, don't think ding, he hits ding, the ding. keyboard with drumsticks? You don't think that's how oh, he thinks keyboards too. are I think that's what he meant starts, to be playing? But then he gets starts to get angry. <laughs> angry people and then he, okay. smashes, he smashes the keyboard so the, the, the song starts out with like a uh, all their songs start out with like a plinky keyboard as he like tries to rattle tat on the drum on the key drums you're like they, you know they have keytar what about key drums where it's like a uh-huh. drum set but every drum is a different note so, so it's like a set but you have like 68 i don't know how much is on a full piano i should know yeah yeah, yeah. I've seen Jonathan Colton in concert uh, has a, a drum machine that he wears around like a uh, he straps it on and he's got a but it's it's almost like a keytar for drums. It's pretty amazing. 88 keys. Um, I should have known that. 88 keys. You knew that. So he's got 88 drums around him and all the drums make a different sound. And on to make it even harder, they're rotating. Okay. So for like no it's, reason. It's this big like it's this big like uh, um well they want to kick it up a notch right they gotta they can't just be BNL because. If a band is being its own cover band, uh-huh. no one's going to, like, that's not, that's not, that's not enough pop for me. I need sure. him to be in, there's this show that I saw on Hulu that I watched 20 seconds of, and it's called, like, Mental Samurai or something. Yes. I applied for that show. You, what is wrong with you? <laughs> they never got back to me. But I watched 10 seconds of it because it was, star, Rob Lowe is the host, and I like Rob Lowe, but, like, it looked so bad. It's just you answer questions and you're in like this like hydraulic sphere that like spins you around. So Tyler's yeah. in that. Tyler's in one of those like geodesic spheres that's like multiple things and he's rotating 
on all axes and he's sure. got the drumsticks in hands and feet and they're ta- taped to his elbows and knees and he's just hitting keys and that creates a uh, full piano sound but he's obviously very just unbelievably bad at it right like does it sound anything like any of kevin's parts well you, you think that it wouldn't but it does it sounds almost wow. exactly the same wow but maybe he gives a little like flair to it it's not as sad it's not as and you know what he has to do his vocal parts too so suddenly things become unsound <laughs> shivering on the shaky growl <laughs> that would be fun to hear ty do a cover of hidden sun yeah it would be, be good. a blast and i think that yeah. ty, i think that ty has a ty has you may, you gave him like a gravelly voice but i think his singing voice which i've only heard in live is like he's got like a like a rock front man sort of singer like he like sings like queen or stuff like that you know yeah i think it is kind of gravelly not super well but like he sings well sure 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 okay so we've covered jim and kev who takes the place of ty we can just hop to ty straight from there so we need a drummer no we don't um okie dokie oh i (laughs) thought you meant we need someone who can play the drums and i thought no no no. no, we do not we we do need a drummer in this band we need a you're right we don't need a drummer we need a tie i feel like who plays i feel like steve needs to be tie because it would fit steve's like sad sack woe is me thing like where he's like i should have been front man i was front man and i gave it all up to be the drummer who doesn't sing front on any songs okay he's forced to do backup vocals and it just makes him so mad but it also feeds that darkest self inside him that like feels sure. like he's pu- full of shit and again and i do not mean to denigrate neither drums nor steve but i do think drums might be perhaps one of the easiest instruments to play at least out of the barenaked ladies and steve is a self-professed bad musician right not a bad singer but a bad musician so i think drums might be the correct slot for him there might be definitely be Okay, all right, fucking definitely be. Sure, absolutely. So let's hop to Steve. Who takes the place of our main man, Steve? Gotta be somebody with the Vox. Do you think Jim wants to slot himself in here? Oh, God, yeah, Jim would do it. Yeah, I, I want 100%. Jim in like a zoot suit or something. God, and he would give like all those big Steve belty parts. He would give the weird like, didn't mean to break yo ha. Like he would give yes, them this would. flavor of just like fucked up dumbassery. It's been whoa <laughs> we hey up pay up pay up hey up. yeah oh, absolutely. He would add uh, add native singers to one week, which actually might be fucking great, to uh, be honest. Yeah, who knows? If he does it well. <laughs> uh, okay, um, who are we putting in for Ed? Just because Ed. Ed is, Ed is doing Ed. <laughs> Why? Who didn't we use, I guess? We didn't use Kev, and we didn't use... See, I, uh, yeah. I, like, I like the idea of Ed as Ed, but I also really fucking love that... Kev does some parts for one like it's been one mm. week since you and I do kind of want to hear Kev rapping because he does oh, other yeah just I don't think he would want to but for my personal enjoyment he would I look think so would be uncomfortable fun. like when they did the dance for this song Kev looked mm. so uncomfortable the whole time he's like usually yeah. I like to just be in the shadows and a keyboard it's <laughs> exactly man yeah, they forced me to do this yeah so making him be Ed and he's got to like smile and like goon for the camera and everything yeah yeah which means that we've kicked Ed out of the band effectively <laughs> Ed is Andy Cregan which means he's no longer necessary 
Yeah, and I feel so, like that would be the chronic. That would be the like uh, cherry on top of this shit cake is that Ed is no longer in the band. Sure. Ed gets to just... teach classes at like the University of Calgary in music theory <laughs> or something. God, that would be great. And then he just gets to sit in his giant bathroom and be happy all day long. Yeah, he's like, I can actually take a shit without having to play a song for somebody. <laughs> his toilet is music operated. It well, doesn't no, flush. I was making a bathroom sessions reference. I know, but that's why he's in the bathroom sessions is because he's trying to flush his damn toilet. Oh, it doesn't flush until he's done singing one and only. <laughs> That's why at the end, it cuts off so quickly at the end of every bathroom session, yep. or else we'd hear that. Uh, that's why they have that, to do the uh, the um, uh, quarantine jams. <laughs> that's right. So that yeah. Ed can take a shit. <laughs> um, boy, I think we made this band a hundred times better. Yeah, I'd like to go see them live. Like, So, so I'm, I'm trying to picture. So I've got, I've got the single stage light on Jim as he like gyrates and makes weird noises and like grunts mm. and crawls across the stage. And mm-hmm. you know, his little willowy body is just like bending in ways that you didn't think were humanly possible <laughs> while behind God. him, like a Wait, rocket this... propelled fucking, uh, you know, um, firework Tyler spins in a vo- high, like geodesic <laughs> dome, <laughs> like in the mental samurai dome, yeah. vo- vomiting and like spinning and slashing at keyboards. Meanwhile, Kev looking super uncomfortable, uh, just shooting glances at Jim the whole time, like sideways glances, like comes in for the Ed parts. And then you've got Steve on the drums in the back, just fucking hating himself. And you're forgetting Andy Cregan playing the bass like a monster. Yes. Um, In a giant monster suit. God. And I love that the most uh, charismatic three members are in the back and we've put Jim and Kev out front to just sort of (laughs) suffer in the limelight. I'm surprised they don't have a song where they don't just all, uh, you know, jump out of their instruments and everybody has to take somebody else's instrument. It's different every night. Like, that would be a really fun, chaotic. They could do it on an easy song. Just like a fucking, get me one of those Like easy, easy. Why not? That's an easy song for real. I'm sure they all know it. So, yeah, I I don't know. I bet that's a late night chips and dips treat that we never got a chance to. I am the more chips and dip videos I watch, the more pissed off I am that we never got to go to a chips and dip. I am not God. I'm not upset at all. I I know you're not. I know you don't care. I know I that you like have be, no desire. Yeah. I mean, I but, love cruises. I'd, I'd go on a cruise, but like god damn, that'd be weird. That'd be weird. Yeah. I I guess I think it would be a joy. I don't it, would think be, it would be it would be fun to crown this podcast by like our final achieve our final thing is going on a cruise together. That would <laughs> we'll be make so our own much ships fucking to fun. Cruise. That would be so if much cruises fun. are still a thing. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh, you want us to make our own cruise? Ships, ships and dip cruise. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I think we could definitely do that. That would be a lot of fun. Um. All right. We'll get that going. We'll make our own ships and dip real soon. Okay. Ebbo. Uh huh. We done did it. That's oh, another fuck, episode. We're done. Oh, thank God. That's the episode. We did it. Uh, Ev, uh, you can find us on the internet, twitch.tv slash it's all been done. <laughs> Watch us live stream our episodes. I hope not. We're not live streaming oh, these, are we? Man. No, I'm not recording video. You can't. Oh, shit. No, no never mind. We can't record. I could. Video. Yeah, you could record. Yeah, I could totally be streaming my half of Skype, which has both of us in it. Fuck. Why am I not doing that? Well, I've got to start lot of covering fun. my camera. <laughs> um,. Yeah, so uh, so we're having a good time here. Uh, you could check out uh, we're having a good our time, Twitter. Folks. We're making up jokes, well, can... laughing, like <laughs> right. cracking each other up, folks. This is this is what you, this is what we come for. This is laughing, I'm, I'm laughing and laughing, stalling love, love, and tr- trying to think. I love soup, uh, ice cream angry sandwiches people. too. I'm angry. <laughs> 
Uh, you can check out our Twitter at Been Done Pod. You can check out our Facebook. It's all been done on Better Good Ladies Podcast. You can leave us a five star review on iTunes, just like our good friend oh, STJW86. Ev, you're going to like this review. Stick around. It's a five star review. Stick around for after this our review- commercial break. <laughs> we'll be right back. This review is called Enjoy the Gradual Progression in Quality. Oh. I do think this podcast is a long one. I do think this podcast has gotten better as it has progressed. The hosts have developed a deep understanding for the band and their patterns, and I think they've gotten much better in figuring out how to incorporate guests when they have them. I think they approach fandom in a fair way, acknowledging flaws and of-the-time moments. I also appreciate that it seems like, whereas Saker was more of the fan when this all started, Evan might actually be a little bit of a bigger fan now in some respects. I might just appreciate his Kevin Hearn love. Although I always liked BNL, I likely would have never started listening to It's All Been Done if it had not been for some of the guests, specifically the Zach and Jess episode. Guests are good. We need more guests. But this podcast has rekindled my appreciation. My one critical observation is that the shorter the episode, the better. I don't say this to equate longer oh, episodes with being bad. Thank you. The longer episodes just tend to throw the meaningful conversation to banter ratio way out of whack. I think when the banter is contained with an interesting conversation, with any podcast really, it can be better and often funnier. Banter outside those conversations can sometimes seem like an attempt to be funny or just banter for the sake of banter. I don't think this is intended, just an observation. I STJW86. <laughs> I told you you'd love that that review that so, we just got. All right, so we're taking we're taking this as our as our watchword. We're going to go forward with this. So episodes no more than an hour and We'll have guests again, but not till after quarantine. Uh, everyone is available during quarantine. I see people who I never would ever be able to get as a guest that All are right. just sitting in their houses now. Tom Green. Okay, I'll reach out to him, my friend. All right, get him on we the have show. Some, we got to, All right, I'll get him on the show. Yeah, that's your one quarantine guest you're okay with? Yeah, Tom Green. Jesus Christ. Okay, all right, I'll try my best. If I get Tom Green, I get to get somebody too that I want. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So everyone good. you get that I want, you get one of your own. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, subscribe to the Orange Grove's Patreon. It's in the notes. Um, yum, yum, some food. Ev, what do you got to plug this week? Tom Green. He's coming on my Tommy show. Green. I trust Saker implicitly. He will never let me down. I'm going to try my best, my friend. I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll and see I you again Tom in. Tom Green. That's fair. Welcome to They Them There's a monthly non-binary discussion podcast. We're here, we're queer, let's talk about it. My name is Joe. And my name is Rain. We're non-binary and once a month we sit down and we talk about gender. 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 <laughs> we talk about our experiences with gender expression, pronouns, and other parts of the trans and non-binary experience. We also talk about a lot of anime and music that we like and relate to. And our cats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
You can listen at theorangegroves.com or search They Them Theirs on your podcast app of choice. Until next time, take care, and remember, nice gender. <laughs>